Yes, I can come in and just tell, like, somebody's been using my spot. It's way too loud. Yeah, usually that's those two. Miles and Thrill keep them cranked. Robin does, too. I have to watch does my she? own headphones. I mean, not on that level. Cobb, you're, you're clear. I checked. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cobb just nodded at me. <laughs> it's an audio podcast. <laughs> he's, he's, I think he's on a vow of silence in the, the pre-intro talk, apparently. <laughs> he's just shooting us looks. All right, it's a Mexican standoff. I'll break. What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back. I was like, well, he's right. We're going to have to talk at some point. <laughs> Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tits. Starring the tits. Starring the Starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts you better wear a helmet now Woo! the podcast episode 278 what's up it's your boy the ted smith i'll be hosting this here podcast greatest podcast in all the land all the land uh to the left of me actually to the right of me he's always here unless he's somewhere in southeast asia on two wheels he was my name of cobb cobb what's going on retailers rose today as black friday draws closer and walmart slipped nearly three and a quarter points after posting lackluster earnings in their online division closer to home shares the misinformation continued <laughs> shares of misinformation continue to climb as the podcast rose up the charts on a Sounders win, an Astros loss, and a Ted Smith blast from the past. Was she single and did he close it? We've got more info at the top of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back there on the wheel of steel, getting the studio set up. Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How you doing, man? Excellent. Uh, all right, so since we left our last left you, Good news. Number one, the Nationals won the uh, World Series. Yeah. And then the Seattle Sounders get to host the MLS Cup here in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. On Sunday. Sunday. That's going to be Sunday. awesome. Yeah. I mean, they sold that out. There's going to be 70,000 people there. Oh, yeah. It's going to be going. Oh, they sold all the way to the top of the stadium? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that thing's fully open. Ooh, it's going to be going off. Yeah. Oh, it is going to be going off. That's what, a- what time is the game? Uh, My real question is, is there 12. tailgating? Yes. There will be tailgating. I want to say that game kicks off at noon, or at least coverage starts at noon. Okay. It's pretty early. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the deal. Some people were like, uh, you know, like, ah, it's too early, like this or that. It'd be fun to have a whole day to tailgate. It's like, yeah, but also a noon kickoff, like it's a Sunday. Yeah. And you could, have, you could celebrate the victory if they win and still re- be home relatively early on a Sunday. Yeah. And, and that, that was a 7 p.m. kick. And Sunday is always a stacked card, especially this time of year. Like, you just came off of a football Saturday late in the season, you know, like just before rivalry week. Then you go into, like, NFL Sunday. And, like, you know, to slip a game at the very end of all of that, just too much. I feel like you throw it in the middle of the day, let people choose, maybe watch a little bit of one, a little bit of the other. Right. Now, as opposed to, like, the first playoff game with, uh, who was that, with Dallas, I think. The, the issue was it was the same day as a Husky game, Husky-Oregon, right? So that kind of cuts your fan base in half. This is nice because the Seahawks don't even play on Sunday. They're playing on Monday night against the Niners. Oh, I didn't know that. That's perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a Seahawks fan, if you're a true Seattle fan, like, no worries. Any idea who UW has this weekend? They showed that tough loss to Utah. I don't. I know the big college game this weekend is number one LSU against number two Alabama. Ooh, I know. And LSU is hot right now, too. That's a big game. Alabama's always good, but LSU is hot right now. I watched their highlights from the other day. Jesus. And generally, LSU can't score. This year, they can score. Yeah, that's true. 
I never thought about that. They always have like such good cornerbacks, I feel like. Right. They have ridiculous defense, usually a good running back, but usually their games are awkward, like 20 to 17 or like 17, 14. Like this year, they can put up points. Yeah. Man, speaking of putting up points, that Utah running back on uh, Saturday last week against the Huskies, ooh, Utah's, that guy can move. Utah's good. He also he's one of those running backs that can beat you with his feet or truck you. I feel like they're the most dangerous. It's like a MMA fighter who uses body shots to set you up for the head, you know? Uh oh, the Huskies are playing Friday against the Beavs. Wow, so we got Friday, nothing Saturday, Sunday, Monday for Seattle Sports, huh? Yeah. Damn. I know. People are, next Monday's gonna suck. Or next Tuesday. There's going to be some hungover people. I like how that's where your head goes. Yeah. Like we got all this cool shit lined up like, oh, but when we get back to back to the grind. Back to See, reality. that's the mindset that Osiris gives you. That's the mindset he instills. The grind. The focus. The intensity. No, that should be, uh, should be a ton of fun. Plus the MLS Cup. Like, you know, I still play in pub league. Uh, not too hot this past Sunday, boys. Not going to lie. What do you mean? A lot of bench time? Uh, no, I, I got plenty of shifts. Even some doubles, but uh, your boy just wasn't honest. I would say my touch was heavy at best. Okay, good. Uh, like you know, good field vision and like body movement, or just not. First really? game, second game, I was slacking. Saturday got a little away from me with a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. There you go. How was your leadership? Well, I was captain the first game, and we won that one one nil. Nice. So okay. you know, as my buddy Chris said, I'm the uh, you know I'm, I'm stoking the engine room there. Yeah, plus five charisma. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys ever think about that? Like, as your like little MMA character, MMO character, like goes through life, you know, like, oh, nice, plus two courage. <laughs> no, but that's a that's a good way of thinking about things. I will say this: uh, I think I lost points because I I've gotten to the point now where I'm confident enough to head balls. Mm-hmm. Wow! But every time I do it, I'm just like, oh, why did I do that? Like, yeah. it looks so simple when you watch headers, and then when you actually do it, like, they're like, that's still a ball. Do you ever see people in public, like, take one off the nose on accident? Oh, all the time. <laughs> Just get blasted? I want to go yeah. to a game now. I mean, I always have, but now it's like, yeah. Oh, no, it happens all awesome. the time. I've done it to people, and then it's always awkward. It's like, you don't mean to, but then people get kind of mad. I don't know. I took a clearance off the junk last year Ooh. from the keeper. Oh, You don't even go for the partial cover? Run up to someone? I could be a handball. It was a 50 50 ball. He was coming oh. out of the box. I was sprinting for it, and he got there oh, just in time. Ah. Just like I didn't even break stride, but it hit me, and I just fell over and like turtled. And like, you, oh. you know, like when you're in pain and you're just like, I, I was just on the ground with my head, my hands over my head, and I just heard like, I heard the whistle. Then it was like, is he okay? That not look it hurt. <laughs> and when I got over to the sideline, one of the women on the team was like, I know that hurt. <laughs> you don't even have a pair, and you know it hurt. Yeah. Dude, there's this weird, like, I don't even know where I learned it, but just from years of playing soccer, there's, like, a weird procedure you can do when you get hit in the junk that, like, cuts your pain by, like, 90%. It's, like, this weird position. I can't really describe it over the over the air, but remind me. I'll show you after, and, uh, you know, it'll come in handy at some point. I don't even remember who told it to me. It must have been, like, 15 years ago, but it works, man. It works. Yeah, so people, you catch you catch balls to the face. uh <laughs> That happens. The last couple of weeks, there's a track on the outside, and a couple of people like were like running to get the ball on the track and slipped. And I was like, "That looks painful." Oof. Oh yeah, especially if they're wearing grass cleats, like oh. the plastic hard long ones. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that happens a lot. I was good in the first game. Second game just got a little little away from me. But like I was telling Matt, that second half of the second game of pub league gets away from a lot of us pub leaguers. 
It's like the, the pace of play slows down immensely. Wait, so I, I, I don't know very much about public, and maybe I'm naive, but do you guys are you guys drinking while you're playing? Not really. Like when you sub out, are you grabbing a beer or no? No, no, no. Okay, so it's there's like one week games? we call fun week where we might do something like that. But yeah, generally no. Like you just show up and play, and then we go out afterwards. It's almost more pub league because like you're probably hungover, and then you're probably in for the pub after. Oh, okay. So the second game, it was not because you were drunk. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> like I'm like fun. Like, the one week I think I did play drunk. I think I played all right. You know, with just a little bit of alcohol, I feel like it helps with stuff like you've probably noticed it with playing uh, bags or cornhole. Or shooting pool. There's like a little window in there. Like for me, it's like two, three beers in. People will know this who play like beer pong or something like that, where you just like your fear is gone, but your motor control is still there. Some yeah. people call it the zone. Well, I'm into that. Close state. And with those with those games, it's fine, but there's just too much running. Like, trust me, there's part yeah. of me that would like love to hammer a beer or two like during the games. And I'm just like, well, I only got like three minutes and then I got to get back in there. Oh, for sure. I would hate it for playing soccer, especially outdoor. I was just curious if, like, that zone, you know, if you're familiar with that zone and other things. Oh, yeah. Especially bags, horseshoes. Any, you know, the only thing is is mini cornhole. I own that game, but it is tough. <laughs> it is. Well, it's so small. Yeah. It's There's like, just, it's a lot of finesse. Yeah. Well, those little bags, it's like Shaq trying to shoot a free throw, <laughs> you know? Like, your hand is too big for the, like, you know, the <laughs> instrument, whatever. I don't know. I guess he used to have a lot of trouble with free throws. His hands are too big. He just didn't have a good shot. Plus, he was like almost equal with the rim. Well, you also have to think about like for you, it'd be like basketball shooting a baseball. You know what I mean? Like it's a weird dimension. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think he was just bad at it too. There's other big yeah, guys true. that could that could shoot a free throw. I feel like they're never like never high ranked free throw guys. They're not. Especially but Shaq like the big, was big guys. Shaq was bad. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was like historically bad. That's why they call it the hack a shack. Mm-hmm. Like, right? The ball goes inside to him, just hack him. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of sports, I was telling Matt this before uh, you came in here. I read this, I was reading this thing about the NHL and cocaine. Uh, have you heard anything about this? No, but you have my interest. All right. So basically, uh, they asked a bunch of like, it was like a confidential NHL kind of survey, right? Okay. And they asked him about stuff. So they, they asked him if cocaine was a big issue around the league. 58% said no. Uh, 10% said there was. 32% said, I don't know. So to me, that says 80-some percent no of cocaine in the league. Right? <laughs> and I also said to Matt, like, this isn't shocking. Like, number one, you have a bunch of rich white people, which newsflash, if there's rich white people, there's cocaine somewhere there. <laughs> right? I mean, am I wrong? Uh, it depends on the people, but you're mostly right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you can't go to a rich white person's house and there's always going to be cocaine, but I'm just like, if it's a banger <laughs> of a party, right? They're professional athletes in their 20s. Like, there's cocaine. Yeah. That's, that's it's like my joke about the true. Canadians, right? You get them drunk enough when they're down here, eventually you're like, oh, hey, you know where to get some blow? <laughs> Dude, I would say the same thing about like, if there's more than like three models at this party, there's probably cocaine. Right. And Is that I a just, fair rule? A lot of people do cocaine, but just to me, it's seems like a very white drug. What a, real quick, not to take you on too much of a tangent, but what other indicators when you walk into a party tell you there's cocaine? Uh, the amount of champ- champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's specifically brand. So if, you're, if it's just a bunch of people drinking mimosas because it's early and it's like Andre or whatever, th- there's not cocaine. But if you show up and people have champagne flutes, 
and they're actively just drinking champagne. Like, I don't know if it's going to be this night, but this house has had cocaine in it. <laughs> Dude, that's totally true. All right, if you're going brand, I would go, if I walk in and I see a lot of Ciroc, there's Ooh, cocaine. That's not a bad call. I like yeah, Ciroc. Ciroc's pretty Ciroc. good. I haven't, actually don't think I've had it. Yeah, vodka is another one. If it's just a party where, like, there's all the beer you could want, any kind of liquor, but people are exclusively drinking, like, vodka sodas or vodka cranberries, like, it's probably some tan dudes with some cocaine holding. Dude, I'll say this. If you walk into a party and a couple of tan dudes in silver or gold necklaces come up to you and they're really excited, give you a big hug even though you barely know them, there might be cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, any uh, cocaine I'm just indicators? thinking about the aggressiveness and frequency with which cigarettes are smoked. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah. That's that's been my prime indicator over the years. I haven't I haven't hung out with a ton of like champagne super rich white party people, but like yeah, that's usually the the telltale sign. Dude, you're right. And people smoke cigarettes with a high intensity and, and when you they're may on not cocaine. Know, and if you know the people and you know that they don't traditionally smoke cigarettes and they're smoking a ton of them very intensely, definitely cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great call. Dude, I have one more. If you're walking around in a house that has like 10 bathrooms and you can't get into any of them, <laughs> there might be cocaine. <laughs> Happened to me. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know a house like that, but it's mainly just a room that you can't go into. And it's like, what is, what's in there? And it's like, just don't, don't go in there. there. <laughs> right? Because yeah. generally, most, part of that, don't you understand? Yeah, most homes as an adult, if there's like a basement at a party room or like a garage at a party room, it's like, yeah, you're an adult. The kids just can't go in there. Right. But it's like, no, you can't go in either. It's like, all right. Like, okay. <laughs> when <laughs> I think that, I always think it's either a safe room or a sex room. Is that just me? No, I always go to drugs or just money's in there. That you just have a room that's full of drugs at a suburban house? No, not a room full People of drugs. People are doing cocaine, but they yeah. could be banging, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right? People on cocaine will bang, too. Yeah. That's true. All right, what do we think about other drugs? How, how can you tell if people are on psychedelics at a party? <laughs> I think that's much tougher. Co- Here's the deal with cocaine, too. It's like, no offense if you do cocaine, but like we can all tell. <laughs> and everybody on cocaine <laughs> thinks nobody can. It's like, no, nah, it's, like, it's fairly obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to know the game a little bit, but yeah, yeah. For a party, uh, like you mentioned, I would say if you're at a party and everyone's wearing colored glasses, different colored glasses, it's a pretty <laughs> good right. indicator. That's what do a you good got? one. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I go with hair. Right? If there's a like a, a certain amount of length of hair on dudes, like there's probably some psychedelics in here. Yeah. <laughs> Either a ponytail, a couple long beards. Yeah. yeah, a couple man buns. Yes, definitely. Matt? Man, I feel like I'm a little too close to that one. I'm not a... Yeah, I was going to say tie-dye, but I felt like I'd offend you. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head when you asked, I was like, if I'm there? <laughs> That's a good question. Maybe cocaine's the only one that really stands out like that. Because we don't do it. Yeah, it's easier to see. Like, it does oh, make it a little more obvious. This is, yeah. I mean, I I notice a lot of things about drunk people too, where it's like, do drunk people realize drunk people do this? I would say there's a lot of indicators for if people are smoking weed at a party. We don't yeah, have to all of them, but come on, we all know when there's weed at a party. Yeah, well, weed's easier too, as you can just smell it on people. Also true. 
I think drunk people know to a certain extent. It depends on the person. I got one for psychedelics. If it's mushrooms, people are yawning, but they don't seem tired. It's a good call. Forgot about that one. A lot of of mushroom yawns. Wait, so what were you talking about before I got you off on this tangent? Oh, we were just talking about cocaine in the NHL. So I was just like, yeah, "Yeah, there's a bunch of white people. Like, I feel like like this shouldn't be shocking. Wait, but so what's the issue? They're just surprised that professional athletes do cocaine? (laughs) I guess. Well, like, there's one guy that plays for the Capitals, and then... Uh, somebody asked him about it because after they won the cup, there was like a picture of him at a party cleared with cocaine. He's like, no, dude, I've never done drugs in my life. Then he got busted for cocaine. <laughs> like, like a couple months later. <laughs> oh, dude, I, that was not what I was excited <laughs> to say. Like, then who was the guy for the Kings that got busted? Jared Stoll. Right, he got busted going oh, into a party Jesus. in Vegas, a day party. Yeah, cocaine and Molly. Which I he still just had him s- on him in Vegas? Yeah, and like Ted made a good point, like, you must have been being a real prick because Seriously. in Vegas, like, who's getting searched in Vegas? And, like, and but, not just turned away. Yeah. What I get, some of those day parties are very serious on the search, but it's like, you're also a professional. Like, I have a feeling, like, they would have helped you out. Like, you must have just been like, screw it. I don't have any, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there had to be, like, some ego involved or something. Like, yeah. he had to try to fight him on it. Right. Or, or they called like, him. No, I am going in. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, right. So, just those two stories. I was like, yeah, all right. There's a bunch of coke in the NHL. I don't know. doesn't surprise me. I mean, I think people would be shocked how much weed is smoked in the N- the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, the NBA, too. Right, but the NBA doesn't hide it. Their players are pretty upfront. Oh, nice. And years ago, they had a contract negotiation. And they were like, we're putting in testing for weed. And the players, their union was like, no. <laughs> so like Sean our, Williams alone is like, no, I won't pay union Rasheed dues. Wallace Rasheed Wallace, like, right? Oh, the Trailblazers. He was vocal about it while he was still playing. Yeah, dude, Sean Williams was a number ten overall draft pick. He got kicked off our basketball team and played me at intramurals. What? Because <laughs> he got caught smoking weed too many times. <laughs> but he had to smoke before the games, dude. And so he was literally in our play? league for intramurals. Like <laughs> him and the coach, who also had been in the NBA, were just in our league. <laughs> What's that? I, like, was he a good athlete? Dude, he was a number ten overall draft pick. Yeah, he's a good Dude, athlete. I remember his name? Sean Williams, the Sean Williams block party. He was one or two years older than me, BC. But all right, yeah, he was a really great player. S H A W N. I don't know. Um, I'm sure we could Wikipedia it. Uh, but yeah, the that. NBA. I like they're just kind of upfront about it. Like they don't really give a crap. Yeah. Plus, the other thing too is like their games are at night. <laughs> I mean, that's just a huge difference. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Because it's like, when you look at booze, like, look at baseball players. Like, nobody really has an issue with them going out all the time. And then it's like, yeah, I don't know. The NHL thing just didn't shock me. It seems like a big story. I'm like, is it? Yeah. um, Wouldn't surprise me if there was cocaine in baseball, too. Oh, 100%. Again, you have millionaires. Most of them, right, you might have, what, one or two guys in a league over 40? Most everybody's bulk is going to be 32 and under. You're all millionaires. (laughs) Right, <laughs> do the math, guys. Yeah, I know back in the day they always had like um, what are called like greenies in the locker room, and it's basically like some early amphetamine, if it's like a methamphetamine or dextroamphetamine or something. Uh-huh. And so, like a lot of those guys were on speed, and obviously, like you know, you can see pitches a lot easier. Like, you can see like the what's it called? What are those called? The seams. The threads. Yeah, the seams. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. It's like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, so, well, plus speed, whatever version speed comes in, whether you can afford fancy cocaine or methamphetamine, like it's the all-American drug, right? Really Keeps you up longer, supposedly you're going to work harder, blah, blah, blah. And people have been doing speed in any form since like the 50s. Yeah. Oh, God, I used to oh, love earlier. Adderall. Earlier, like I know um, 
Hitler's like whole lightning war they were on. Speed. Oh yeah, the Blitzkrieg. Something that starts with a P. It's really similar to meth, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, propiol or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild though. Yeah, it is crazy. Wait, so uh, did you ever see? We were talking about the NHL last week. I don't think it was on the cast, but we were talking about the Boogeyman that documentary. I don't know. Mm. Matt, you and I were talking. I remember about that, right? you mentioning it, and I think yeah. you might have been at the lodge afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was this really good. Um, he was a league enforcer. Uh, it was like it's something like something Boogman or whatever. Matt, could you give his name? Oh. Um. Anyway, so yeah, he like basically the documentary is just about the story arc of him like going through a season, and he you know like four nights a week he's fighting someone you know with no gloves so it's basically bare knuckle boxing and so it was all the drugs and stuff that he was on just to be able to get up for games and whatever else and then you know it ended up killing him so it's a crazy documentary about that and how he had to be taking more and more and he was on he was like six eight or something Derek Bugard yeah Derek Bugard is that how you say it or Bogard yeah and I think it was the boogeyman yeah well that's the thing with a lot of these Bugard maybe then yeah it's Bugard a lot of these athletes too it's like over the years, we've had no issue just doping them up on uh, opiates and stuff. It's like, I'm not, I'm not saying they should go out and do cocaine, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. It's also like, these are pro athletes. These, these are men that live on an edge, or women, professional sports, that live on, a, on an edge that most of us don't. So it's like, of course they're going to teeter that edge in their free time. Yeah. I, I think speed would be more of a like performance enhancer. And then some of the opioids come in for, for pain, pain relief. And then the other stuff is just to have a good time. Yeah. It's, well, and that's they what can I'm afford saying. all of it. Right. But, like, you dope them up on pills for years, and you don't think about that as, like, drugs. Or, but it's like, well, it is. You yeah. have them on heavier drugs. So. Yeah, and what's going to happen when they're out of the league and they still got all those issues? Right. Well, I think sometimes, too, these stories seem shocking, right? Like, the NHL has a cocaine problem. It's like, well, also, like, look at the business I work in. Like, not only on-air people, but you talk about sales and stuff. Like, guess what? You got a cocaine problem. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we're kind of fortunate. There are rats in the ship. Right? Like, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? It's... Guess what? You have a cocaine problem. <laughs> I like the idea of, like, somebody being like, it's a cocaine enthusiasm, Ted. <laughs> like, correcting you in the thick of things. Right? Real I would call it, Cobb, you think I'm wrong? I'm just no, saying, like, dude, I feel, you, you have honestly, a strong sales force. You probably have a cocaine problem. I'm honestly just And I don't know if it's a problem. I'm picturing you, like, office space style, just marching down the hall, <laughs> calling people. I was like, you guys right there, the sales bullpen, you have a cocaine problem. <laughs> hey, it's me. Yeah, boom. You, my boss's boss, you have a cocaine problem. Just, like, just, you know, calling out random people left and right. Just saying, man, I could see it. <laughs> the janitor working hella fast You have a cocaine problem Dude's cleaning three floors a night That is not normal <laughs> uh, I've been in that position Yeah I had a floor The mail room Good floor Not a cocaine problem Or was that one guy but we fired him Oh man Boys I don't know I don't know how we get on these well, This part's <laughs> not going in the description <laughs> We should call this one cocaine problem. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> sports, cocaine. No. Uh, let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Matt, we need to find a 69th follow. Oh, yeah. Um, we do. I tweeted that. We got a lot of responses. Uh, I don't know how you guys want to do it. You know, um, For people who don't know what you're talking about, they're talking about Twitter. Twitter. We follow 68 people right now. At the podcast. Yeah, I tweeted out that we had we, we have 68 followers. Um, 
And yeah, got a ton of responses. Um, and I have no idea how to decide. I just thought it was kind of funny. I was going to talk to you about it Friday. Um, but yeah, we can do it on uh, on the cast here. I think we should do it right now. Right now. I mean, should my... it be somebody that follows us? Because then we have, that's a tough selection process. Should it be like some hot chick? Like, I would like to hear your guys' criteria before we say who. I think it should be random. It should be somebody that follows us, and we just kind of scroll through and hit them. Ted Smith, man of the people. I love it. Matt, what's your criteria? Okay. I mean, I just got some good reasoning for why it should be different listeners. Like, everybody's like, this is why I should be. I'm conflicted. I just thought, like, oh, man, yeah, like, maybe some hot chick, because it's 69, you know? And then we're not picking one fan over another fan. That oh, you creates are. Rip- well, oh, you're saying a hot chick that doesn't follow us? Yeah, yeah, like oh, a porn star or celebrity uh, or something like. Oh, see, I, I say we give it to the people. See, I'm a little bit between the two of you. I say we give it to the people in that we choose somebody who follows us, but I'm with Matt in that I think we take the hottest chick that follows us that we don't follow. <laughs> Even if it's a dude with long hair. Like, however <laughs> deep we have to go. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Let's hear some of the responses. Okay. Um, Why should they be the 69th follow? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to go to the original tweet so I can see all the replies at once because our m- notifications is out of control. Got 29 responses. Uh, just make it easy on yourselves and follow me. That was a guy that actually retweeted and said nice things about our podcast when I said share and tell friends. Uh, all right. For what that's where somebody's I'm looking at it right now. It. Somebody just retweeted a GIF of the number 69 rotating. Someone said, I mean, I've been listening since episode 69. So um, someone said, I'll be your Huckleberry. I'm not entirely sure what that means. But I know around Seattle, that dude does a good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Connor Page said, uh, I've been listening since the year of the hustle 2015, and I Ooh. hustled that year. Hashtag Nair. I used to Nair my b-hole for any <laughs> new listeners. <laughs> but now that, that you're in a relationship, it just all goes a out fun, the window. I forget how that came up. Oh, you asked some cop topic, and I was like, that's what you give 10? I never. Yeah, anyways, uh, someone said <laughs> dibs. Uh, and someone else said me. Dude, nairing your own b-hole me, seems so please. dangerous. Yeah, it was like, a phase. That's so caustic. <laughs> yeah, that's. Then I dated a well, went on a couple dates with an esthetician, and I was I didn't say I that's what I do, but I was like, how bad is Nair for you? And she's like, it's terrible. Yeah. And I was like, well, I can't imagine that sensitive region being the best place to to go with it. Uh, this guy has a bidet, Eric Perry. Uh, our boy Stevie Shannon said, me please. Uh, make it me, oh great ones. P.S. My profile is a picture of Ted and I. Um, now let's get the re- Reader's Digest version. Actually, top, not top couple. Um, I like the guy that just like follows sixty nine, like Takeshi six nine. Yeah. Now we are not following him. Uh, this guy says I listen to the podcast every week, and I'm all the way in Georgia. Um, That's pretty strong. Yeah. Um, they just had a big win over Florida, Ted. I mean, official. Should we, should we let them know where we're at? Official. I'm an official. Gator hater. Go, Go dogs. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Might be Georgia guy. Um, I vote Georgia guy. Cobb. You know, I I'm I'm gonna stick with what I said before. Just some some hot chick. I'm not entirely. Now I got to look at the profile pictures. I'm not entirely sure they're. 
or any hot chicks that replied to this. It's okay. Just, yeah, I would say just grab one. There wasn't. <laughs> I don't think there was any chicks, period. A lot of dudes. Not saying there wasn't hot chicks. Yeah, there was no chicks, period, is yeah, what yeah. I meant to say. All right. Um, well, I'll say this. As the person who sees the emails, we have at least one female listener. She emails us. She sent photos of her and her friends. She's in California. Recently? Uh, maybe like uh, six months ago. Wow, okay. So they're out there, boys. Oh, we have female listeners. We have female followers yeah, on Twitter. that's no doubt. Girls that respond to us. Right, just that tweet did not get it, any. Yeah, if I go back to our notifications, I'm sure I could find some. Um, All right, we'll figure it out. I'm saying stick with Georgia guy. Georgia guy, I Kinda like. Kind of has nothing to do with it. He doesn't even have a Twitter account. I like He's out. the guy that's been <laughs> listening since episode 69. Um... And I like... Uh, pick Matt, honestly. Matt. Just pick one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Killing me, small. So I was like, all right, well, or we could do it later. All right. Um, I'm going with the guy that right. retweeted last week when I said 277 is here. Listen, subscribe, tell some friends because we were talking about that. And he retweeted that and said, probably my number one weekly listen. I always look forward to the drop of the podcast. These boys have been at it for some years and put on a fantastic piece of work. All right, give him so a follow. Congratulations, Chancey. Nice. Now I'm going to narrate me booking a flight. <laughs> going to the alaskaairlines.com now. All right, you want to read some emails there, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, do, we had one more thing that I wanted to discuss, which was the, the rise of the seltzers. There's various brands competing on the uh, alcoholic, what do you call those, soda waters? Yeah. Like White Claw. Spiked seltzer. Spiked seltzer. Uh, the San Juan one. So I just uh, these Ted, are Bon and Viv. Yeah, Ted busted out a new one, and I was just I was the curious bon where Viv- you're at with the different brands. Honestly, I'll put it to you this way: like White Claw, White Claw, mm, White Claw, truly, and then Bon and Iv are probably my three that I rotate through. Like those are interchangeable to me. Okay, they're Fair all on the same level, all the same. All right, yeah. So it's not like energy drinks then, where people are very brand specific. I think some people are. I just don't really care. Shout out Bang. <laughs> for the cop topic, I'd say extreme sports and drones. The combination of the two make for some really good POV. I'll also add VR. Have a great one, boys. Love the cast. Terry, the French Canadian. Nice. I love POV. Who's probably on cocaine right now. <laughs> boys, I listen to the podcast and all the land to relax. All the land. All the land. Is there somewhere besides radio.com to listen on Android? Uh, I'm not going to F Apple. I almost got violent today. The app crashed three times in 20 minutes. Nothing else running, foreground or background. Nothing to make it crash. I've tried it on two phones, different brands of software. It's just as bad. Please, please. I don't want to be violent from listening to my favorite station's podcast. I know it's not your fault, which is why I'm not yelling, but I'm close to deleting the app and not listening. Not out of anger, but it's not fun to any, listen anymore with the issues. I, There's a not, thousand apps on Android, and we're on just about all of them. I was say, I think, are we still I'm, on Stitcher? Yeah, we're on Stitcher. I didn't like Stitcher. I switched to CastBox for a minute. I tried Podcast Junkie, I think. I'm on Podcast Guru now. Google Podcast was okay. Are we on so, SoundCloud? No, not to my knowledge. I don't know if we're on Spotify either. I don't think we are. There's another are. The yeah. Podcast on Spotify. Oh, yeah. This. yeah. Um... Okay, podcast party. I got this perfect spot for you guys on the east side to throw your party. It's in Woodville at a place called 20 Corners Brewery. I know the general manager, so if you want me to hook you up, I can do that. Great food, good beer. Uh, it's got a sweet little private space in the back. Check out the link. Da-da-da-da-da. Lucas. 
I will say, I was up at uh, in Shoreline at the Aurora, Aurora Borealis uh, for the Seahawks game this weekend. I was talking to our buddy Chris. I think we could set one up there pretty easy. And they had pretty good chicken wings. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Had some dry rub ones over fire. All right, okay. so I think I'm heading up there for a, a funk versus a disco battle. On oh, yeah. Thursday. Yeah, with Indica Jones. Dude, yeah, Indica Jones legit. He played that one. Nice. I'm glad you remember that, dude. Yeah, because yeah. he played that one SOD thing. Oh, Big Hearts and Backpacks? Yeah, he played Big Hearts and Backpacks one year, and like it's one of the only times, you know when you have a DJ just kind of in the background? It's one of the only times I've had like multiple people be like, dude, who is this? He makes a, he makes a party, dude. Didn't he, we see him years ago at Meltdown in the late night tent? Oh, I would not be surprised. I don't I th- know. I thought, we, I thought that was the first yeah. place I saw him. But I, I know, I know the SOD. I don't know which was first, though. Yeah, I, He brought me on stage a couple times at Aaron shows for stage announcements, and like it's... Stage announcements can be a little weird sometimes. There's like stuff going on and it's like quiet. The crowd's everywhere. The, everybody's just like bouncing to Indica. And then he like gets the crowd hyped up on me coming out. Those have been like all my favorite stage announcements. I love Indica. Yeah, dude. Well, that's the thing too. Like Chris runs the events there. So I was telling him, I was like, if we did it on a Saturday, just like four to seven or something, like bump up, up, up against the show. And then people could go watch the show or just hang out in the bar if you wanted a couple more drinks, whatever. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I can't do that day we were talking about, though. The 21st. Yeah. What about right. the 28th? Saturday. The next week. I can't do that. Okay. I keep that week open. Well, I'm also probably going to leave town. Okay. We could do the week before. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. All right. Uh, hey to the uh, <laughs> hey to the best podcast in all the land. All, all the, the land. land. If you guys are thinking of the east side for a spot, I'd recommend the Issaquah Brew House. They have a side room there you can reserve, and they have great they beer do. and good food. Just a thought. Great Take food. care, boys. Mike, the Bearded Brewer. Isqual Brew House is solid. One of the first ones I went to. Those Kobe beef burgers are unreal. And they have great root beer if you don't drink. Um, so um, somebody sent us a video of Osiris uh, they took. So Osiris is Ted's trainer. I don't know if you guys are able to see this. Is this actually Osiris? Or um, just his their uh, so, uh, interpretation? Yeah, so basically what we have. So Osiris is Ted's trainer. We're not even supposed to say the name. It's kind of like Voldemort. And... Um, Basically, oh, is this going to load for us? Go. Um, basically, somebody sent us a video of a massive, muscular black gentleman going into a fast food restaurant and knocking a sandwich out of somebody's hand and screaming at him because he's on a diet. Uh, it's not going to play for us. I saw that thing on Twitter. That dude is not messing around. <laughs> yeah, so he goes in and confronts one of his students in there. <laughs> Uh, you might be able to find it by searching. I'm so disappointed in you, man. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, it's really funny. Um, yeah, and who sent that in? Oh, Serge. Dude, thanks. That was a hell of funny. I was dying in my house. I responded to him like two seconds. I was like, yeah, that was hilarious. Is the Brew Brewhouse different from the Rogue Issaquah Brewhouse? No. Okay, it's the same, same thing. thing. It's a Rogue spot. Uh, hey, boys. Last week, I had a few days off and headed down south to hang out with my friend who recently moved to the Seattle area. She had an appointment in Seattle, so I tagged along so we could go wander around and hit the market since she's never gotten to experience it. Uh, we found an elevator to take us up, and while waiting, I smelled something sweet. I looked around and see a squirrel working the counter of a popcorn shop. Dang, dude, rent in this city is just too damn high. I wish I would have had time to say hi, but you go, Cobb. Keep at that hustle. Hope you have a great week, boys. Ashley. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I had a squirrel costume. I was doing some shuffling in there. It was fun. <laughs> was that Joe's, or did you get one? What's that? No, I got one. Yeah, we got it for the um, that other project I'm working on, but then they weren't able to come out. So, is it screwing up sticking with the squirrel? 
I already had it. At that point, I had overnighted it from California. So, yeah, I went squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, by next week, we'll have the date locked down for sure. Probably just end up doing it the week before, if not. Uh, we'll figure out the place. And then, I mean, I guess nobody really says. What do you guys think? I, I still think Saturday afternoon is the way to go. Saturday afternoon feels right. Yeah. That way, it leaves your night open if you want to go do something. But and also, most of your day open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 4 to 7 on a Saturday. There's not that much going on. Yeah. Time it out, right? I like that. Uh, all right. Well, let's check in with Matt. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt means. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out what's Matt. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt means. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out what's Matt Uh, so Friday night. <laughs> I uh, went to went to a couple bars and um, saw some friends. And I ended up at this bar by my house called Tarasco. It's like a Mexican joint, and uh, they were doing karaoke. And I wasn't sold on the idea of doing karaoke, but the um, <laughs> I was with our buddy Josh, who loves karaoke and is quite convincing. All right. Uh, and so I was there and. This karaoke night was like all people our age or younger. Like it was why usually karaoke is like a much more diverse crowd on an age demographic. And this was like all young people. There was a girl dressed as Britney Spears because it was still Halloween weekend. Yeah, she was singing Britney Spears. Another guy came dressed as Kurt Cobain doing Nirvana. And I mean, like the energy. It was just all upbeat songs. Everybody was crushing their songs. And I did not want to go, and I had one move to make, which was um, to not try and be good, but, you know, just go for, just throw a curveball at the room. So I decided to do Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. You guys familiar with that song? I am. It's very deep and emotional. It's like a... About his dad, whose life goes by, and he yeah, never has yeah, time yeah. for Why his kid. Why did you pick that song? Just yeah, <laughs> that's exactly because it just pops. I love the song. First of all, it usually makes me cry, and uh, but I felt like I wanted people to have a worse time. Yeah, I just felt like it. It once the idea popped in my head of like. Oh, I like that song, and that's kind of like slower, a little bit more carried, but like it wouldn't mesh with this vibe. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of perfect because it's just hilarious to me and Josh, and nobody else got the, was in on it. And I mean, the energy, it was so youthful and vibrant and energetic. And then I just like brought everything to a grinding halt with that song. At the end, I told everyone to call their dad and tell them they love him tomorrow. And I just walked off quietly. <laughs> You guys are reacting like everyone in the bar did. Yeah, man. I was like, why would, like, that goes against every urge. Like, let me just kill the room. Did the guy say something to you when you picked that the song? The DJ, when I said that, he said, yeah, or call him and tell him he's an asshole that ruined your life or something like that, like trying to make a joke out of it. But, yeah, it was, I don't know, man. I'm a weird dude. Things pop into my head. I... Have a tough All right, time. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. But at one point, you knew in your head this is just funny to me, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, when you have that urge, you got to stick with it. Yes. Which I mean is you should listen to it and go, well, this isn't a joke for the room. Oh. Yeah, this will hurt everyone else's experience to 
a bunch to increase my joy slightly. So, <laughs> follow up. Uh, I did. It it became worth it because I knew I was going to see my dad the next day. He we heard that song when I was younger. He told me like you'll get this someday, and you know I hope it doesn't ring like super true to you. And when I heard it here at the sound was playing it, I called him and like told him, oh my god, I heard that song. I you know you're great. And then, but I saw him the next day. And he got a real kick out of that story. So uh, I, it was one of the hardest I've made my dad laugh in years, um, telling him that. So that made it worth it, you know. But, yeah, I mean, like. What time of night was this? Dude, it was 11 o'clock. The place prime was time. going Prime off. time. I mean, I'm glad you and your dad laughed about it. But, dude, like, right, if we were in that bar, we'd be talking shit on you the entire time. Like, yeah. why did that? Like, literally, when I bring up karaoke. I talk about there's always the girl that's going to sing some breakup song, and there's always dude that wants to sing some emotional song, and like, no offense, like, nobody cares I've never point. been that guy. No, and it was- Sing Journey. Right? Juan <laughs> Aerosmith. Right? Like, we had Britney Spears up there. Yeah, I know. Britney fucking Spears, mate. Well aware, guys. I just- <laughs> I have ideas that I have- I uncomfortable now. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was really uncomfortable doing it. I couldn't make eye contact with anybody because I'd just start laughing. Like, it was just really, I don't know. I had an idea. I couldn't, like, not do it, and so I went with it, and that was my Friday night. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, like I said, I went over to my parents' house, told my dad and my brother. Luke was home, so I wanted to go home and Luke? see him. Luke, Luke and my dad, like, we all got a kick out of it. Um, Did you and- go swimming on Saturday? Saturday, yes. I saw that picture. That had to be chilly. So Saturday, epic sunset. We're on Lake Sammamish. The water is just like glowing orange and purple and like it looked like lava. Felt like November (laughs) in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. Um, I used to love doing winter jumps, though, growing up. It was so fun. Yeah, it was like every selling. I mean, we did that. We did it that one time. Uh, right, that was like late November, almost December. Perhaps a little bit warmer than that, but the All same right. sensation of like, well, I feel this in my bones. And like, every single cell of my body is like, get out. Get out. And I knew that was coming, so I jumped out further this time so that I actually like had to come back and like just embrace it a little bit. And then I didn't embrace it enough, so I had to jump back in because, like, I don't know, I like Wim Hof, and I was like... That's the move, too. As somebody who was a swimmer for like 10 years... Getting in, getting out, going right back in. Like, after you wait, like, 20 seconds, best way to make that it feel guy's warm. That guy's voice went through my head with that exact line of reasoning, and you were full of shit. It was just as cold the second time. Oh, no, time. so much better, dude. So much better. How long were you out of the water in between? About 30 seconds. Yeah, okay. Well, that should have worked. Yeah, no. It, it, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I don't know. Lake Sammamish in November, pretty cold. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Sunday morning, I went golfing. Uh, with my buddy John, who listens to the podcast and reached out to me, uh, I mentioned him before because I golfed with him a couple times this summer. Um, we played. Is he back? We played Willow's Run. Am I thinking of the wrong John? That's John Red Bull, who's yeah. in Australia right now, I believe, riding right. his bike across the continent. Uh, and then I had to dip out from the round a little bit early, go home and watch the Hawks game. Luke was in town, uh, so we watched that. As a matter of fact. Ricker came over <laughs> to watch it. Uh, Tampa guy. I don't know. I, we, had, we had talked about getting lunch last week, and then that didn't happen. I was like, what are you doing for the Hawks game? And then To your we, parents' house? Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. So Ricker met the fam, and you know it was uh, he just made the day more exciting, and especially having like a former Tampa guy who's room for the Hawks. But yeah, uh, it was good to catch up with him, and yeah, overall pretty pretty solid weekend. <laughs> that is between your karaoke choice and having Ricker to your parents' house. <laughs> All right, you win. That is that is a random random stuff right there. Uh, I'm not sure where to go with that. One. I wish people could see the look on Ted's face right now. Right, obviously, you're you had him over at Mitch's. Yep. All right. Uh, I guess it's about that time. Boop, doop, doop, boop, boop. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Oh man. Oh boy. That's okay. legit. Like shock. As we were um, as we were starting this cast, um, I grabbed. Uh, there's this little like thing on the front desk. It's just a. Uh, a thing of uh, what do they call like wintergreen uh, lifesavers? So I always grab a couple of those on my way in, a couple on the way out, doing the cast. It's kind of a weekly thing. And um, the secretary, very nice woman, leaves them out for me. Well, for people, but I enjoy them. Yeah. Well, no, I just mean like you told her specifically that I really like them, and she was pumped. So I was gonna give her a shout out, but I don't know her name. Yeah, but that's a bit of a jump. Yeah, yeah. I she mean, leaves, I mean that bowls. That's just what she does. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I, it's just like I used to work overnights. It's just there all the time. Yeah, yeah. I just meant. Okay. I'm not saying she lives it out like on Tuesdays only. I'm <laughs> saying like she has them out there, and I appreciate her having them out there. And that word got back to her. Whatever. Anyway, the the, the important. I guess the way you set that up. <laughs> she, she leaves. Them out. I thought you first saying. I was like, he's just fucking with me, right? She leaves them <laughs> out for me. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we almost know each other by name. Um, so um, Veronica, thank you, Veronica. <laughs> thank you, Veronica. Um, so anyway. <laughs> You fucking hyenas, can I just get this out? <laughs> <laughs> Matt's just dying back there. All right. <laughs> so I have a mint lifesaver. Ted gets me a soda water, a club soda. I'm having one with the other. I didn't really realize it. It was just a weird kind of crazy mix of flavors. So it just got me thinking more generally, like, okay, with things that you mix as you put them into your mouth. So we're not talking about something that's like, you know, a pre-set up, like, ingredients together like a cheesecake but two items that you place in your mouth together what is your favorite flavor mix Ooh, i thought you were gonna go the opposite i like to take a scoop of ice cream put it in my mouth and then take put whipped cream in it straight from the bottle i know people put whipped cream on ice cream that's not revolutionary but i like the one bite at a time bite of ice cream let it hold there it starts melting you hit it over the top with the whipped cream and just like yeah let the fun begin. Wow. That's a pretty good one, man. I like how immediate that was. <laughs> That's what made me like it. I like odd combinations of things together. Sometimes I'll get, like, I haven't done this lately, but I used to get stoned and I'd eat salt and vinegar chips and drink orange juice, which sounds awful. That sounds, wow. And people geez. are like, why do you hate like the roof of your tongue? Why do you hate yourself? <laughs> right? <laughs> what was her name? Jesus, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I don't that know. is an insane combination. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even handle that one. I have weird food tics. Like, do you ever eat the chocolate off of Three Musketeers and then just eat the nougat? No. No. No, I don't ever. Yeah, That's, let's just like, Dude, you are a serial killer. You work out <laughs> without headphones and you eat the chocolate off of Three Musketeers. And then, eat the, and then get one big hunk of nougat. Oh, my God. Oh, buddy. Well, I guess that is the candy bar version of the Lucky Charms where people eat all the whatever the main components are and leave all the mushrooms for the last. I mean, all the uh, marshmallows. marshmallows. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at Matt. Uh, <laughs> for the last bite. 
That's you know what? You have a Coke problem. <laughs> 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 I think, by the way, just simply by the amount of food we talk about, everybody can tell. One thing we don't have on this podcast is a Coke problem. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. There's episode 278. We will uh, figure out some stuff and uh, plan this party already. It's almost December. By the way, I went to the grocery store today. It's Christmas, if you didn't know it. Shocking. Did you get those apples? I did, and they're sitting at home. I'm going to eat one as soon as I get home. That was the worst part. Matt goes, did you, did you buy apple or something? Like, did you bring the apples? No. Did you go, like, I was like, no, I was at the store literally two hours ago buying apples. Just didn't bring any in. It all fell apart. It did. It was a good, man, they were on sale. I was like, oh, my God, look at me. <laughs> Anyhow, there's episode 278 <laughs> for MCTP for Cobb. I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.